the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. The Steps in the city. Monday, Monday. You have a song <laughs> for every day. We do. We do. Well, last week, I don't know when I sang Saturday, that was a Judy Batts song. I was addicted or like not addicted, but like obsessed with the Judy Bats back in the early 90s. And a lot of people have never even heard of them. I feel like I've heard and, of them, but probably just from you. They Well, the one song in like 1992 or 93 that was really popular was called Native Son. And that, well, yeah, I, I've talked about them before because that's where they toured with the Smithereens and Evan Dando, and I gave Evan Dando my sweater, and yeah, so I mean, it's a story, but yeah, the Saturday was uh, Judy Bats. Check them out. Check them out. It's funny because I'm friends with the lead singer on Facebook, and Paul, the guitar old guitarist, like they don't tour; they're not together anymore. Jeff's a real estate agent now. And I don't know what Paul does, (laughs) but it's so funny that like they used to be my favorite band and they're just average everyday people now. So I think that's how it works, right? Especially when you do something when you're young, it's like got to make a living at some point. Right, right. Well, and I guess I didn't realize, I don't, I don't know if it's something that Jeff posted or whatever, but that he had really like extreme stage fright Hmm. and yet they were like touring everywhere because they were like the up and coming indie band. So I guess like, if somebody said, okay, we're done, I'd be like, yeah, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I have stage fright. I'm tired of this. <laughs> like, Yeah, you're not yeah. going to put up a fight. Right, right. Um, today, Monday today, did you listen to the new um, Smartless? You know I did. Oh, my God. Were you laughing as much as I was? Yeah. I mean, I, I love Bill Hader, so I was very excited. And then yes, I like when I they knew. make fun of each other, so... And all of his voices that he does. Yeah. Oh, my God. He does Bill Odenkirk so well. Bob Odenkirk. I had Jesus a dream Lord. about Bill Hader last night. So it was weird when I saw he was on the, the podcast oh, really? today with them. Yeah. He, I mean, he's definitely got layers. He's definitely yeah. got like he doesn't drink. He's from Oklahoma, did he say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he doesn't really have an Oklahoma accent. No, maybe, but he oh, was, no, he he's was doing his mom. No, it's like Tulsa, I think. I think it's Oh, it is Oklahoma. Okay. When he was talking like his mom, it was very Southern. So I think his family does. Yeah. I just think that's so interesting how some people, well, and he talked about like that appropriation when you're talking to someone that maybe has a Southern accent, then you start talking like them with a Southern accent. Yeah. And he said that. Yeah, that that's like what has helped him do a lot of uh, his impressions, but he does them so well. So if you folks haven't jumped on the Smartless podcast, it's a lot of fun. And they just made me laugh so hard. Have you ever seen the movie Hot Rod? Mm -hmm. Oh, you have. Okay, that was like one of the favorites of the kids with Andy Samberg. Yeah, I think I only saw it like when it came out. I haven't seen it. It's not like one of the ones I've watched over and over. Yeah, that's one of the ones we've watched over and over in our house. So um, when they talked about Hot Rod, I just started laughing because I'm like, that was like one of the stupidest movies, but my kids loved it. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, dumb movies, I guess they grow on you. They're the best. You kind of see the... Well, right. And you kind of see the genius behind the stupidity, right? Does that make sense? I mean, I just always like stupid funny. Like, I just... <laughs> I like that. Well, the, it, it, in uh, Hot Rod, that's when the two are like cool beans. Like they, the kids would love that part. And I'm like, <laughs> we said cool beans all the time in the 80s. So, um, so stuff. Yes. Everybody wants to know, how did it go with the coworker I mean, from out the, of town? Yeah, you, you said that. I'm like, I forgot all that all that even happened. It was fine. I mean, she was fine. She, uh. I got a little bit of an attitude at first, but then she was fine. Oh, <laughs> so, <really>? <laughs> whatever. Um, she probably saw the look in your eyes and knew, like, I can't fuck with this girl because she will beat my ass. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not going to be like an asshole in the office. But like, I just asked her because I knew she was in town for a concert, or at least that's what I was told by someone else. I was like, what concert are you here for? I'm actually here to see you guys, but there happened to be a concert too. I'm like, oh, oh, sure, okay, okay. cool. What concert is it? I mean, yeah, she was fine. I think uh, we both wait now. Don't let like me judge her by her, so that's what. Wait, it is. but I want to judge her by her musical taste. What concert was it? I can't even remember now. Um, I didn't really know the good. band, so you probably like it. <laughs> well, for for her to come all she the way up, fancies from herself like a. You know, one of those music people. So I'm sure it was someone, mm. uh, someone cool. Is she younger than you? Uh yeah, but not like young, young. Um, okay, not like twenties. No, she's like in her thirties. Okay. She has two kids. Um, yeah, I can't think of the name of the band. It'll come to you at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I mean, it, it just also shows that I didn't really care. I just was like right. trying to be decent or whatever. Um, it was fine. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, we didn't like hang, but no. Uh, but you acted no you fighting acted professionally. Or yeah, yeah. That's I good. mean, I'm, that's what I was laughing about. Like everyone's like, "Oh, my coworker isn't going to be in that day." She's like, "I want to be here just to see stuff." I'm like, "You guys, <laughs> I'm not going to like really be an asshole. Go off the go off the rails." Yeah. Well, and then you had like a big like birthday bash this weekend with your friend from out of town, right? Yeah, not a bash. He was just in town for his birthday. So we hung out. Um, he got in Thursday night. We went to dinner. And then, yeah, we went out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Wow. So I'm very tired today. Um, but I took today off, thank God. Uh, Lucky Though girl. that didn't stop them from calling me and texting me. And I still worked on Friday for a bit and last night for a bit. So, um yeah <laughs> fun times right i know fun times i had thursday and friday off but i had that virtual conference but um that was friday and saturday but fuck it was like pacific time so i was on like these virtual lectures until 7 30 on friday night i'm like this is oh, straight up yeah. bullshit it's kind of goofy so yeah and then um I guess, I don't know, the last virtual meeting, I'm telling you, it was more of like a Zoom thing for the business meeting. This time it was like pre-recorded. And let me just tell you, like, I get it that we're all like scientists in this in this club that I'm in, this society that I'm in. But there were like 
2% of the people that actually lectured could speak. Like, could, like, I don't even know what to say. See, my, I can't even What do you mean? They were like stammering and stuttering every two words uh pronounced said people's names wrong like uh you know uh Ginny wins but her name was jenny like just uh, just blatantly not speakers and i'm like well i get it they're volunteering their time to do this but it was annoying like when I'm surfing around for new podcasts, if the sound quality sucks, if their voices are annoying, I, I can't do it. So I, that was almost torturous sitting through all of these lectures or like they, they're reading off of something, but they don't know what they're reading. They're like, I don't know what I just said. <laughs> Seriously. Was it so. good that you were at home? At least you didn't have to like pretend like you were all into it. Yeah, because, well, everything was pre-recorded, so I could stop it and go back to it if mm-hmm. I wanted to. But I I, what, I knew that if I was like, oh, I could do this anytime, that I would never fucking do it. So I sat through it all, I, you know, did the biz- business meeting on Saturday. And, um, but, like, my washing machine died on me. I knew it was going because every time it would spin, it kind of smelled like a, like a burnt belt. Oh, my <laughs> but God. But I was like... So then I threw like the kids clothes in there and they were heavy sweatshirts and heavy pants. And so it like didn't spin. And then it was making like a noise. And and so I got on YouTube and I took some of it out and then spun it, spun it like two items at a time. Then I got through another load. It was fine. And then I did another load and then it was like, fuck you, we're done. (laughs) And it wouldn't spin at all. It wouldn't drain. So I had to bail the fucking washing machine out. Thank God. Like, love my ex-mother-in-law. She had given me all of her old appliances a while ago. And I had a a new, like a really nice washing machine sitting in the basement. Oh, that worked out. Yes. Because I'm like, fuck, I already need a new uh, dishwasher and so um yesterday it was like we did yard work and then brought up the the washing machine and then I had to clean everything and then I was worried like the because it just drains into the wall and I'm like what if there's like a big lint ball down in there so then I got a hanger and I was fishing in there and it's funny stuff because I did all of this shit around the house and between meetings and doctor's appointments and I had tarot a tarot card reading done by that same girl Astaria she's fantastic um, she did a reading for me on Saturday and she's like, you're doing way too much work around the house. <laughs> and I was like, tell me about it. She's like, you need to get out and have fun. Did I'm you like, tell the yeah, kids? I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I think it was Friday night or Saturday night. I, I cooked, uh, oh, th- Friday night. I think I like cooked dinner and I made this big salad and I just sat down and I'm like, I don't even want to eat. I just want to cry. And they're both like, trying to make me laugh they're like well at least you don't have to do laundry later because the washing machine broke right and like they're trying to be funny and cute and I was just like I'm not into this at all <laughs> like so it took me like an hour and a half just to like eat my salad and like a third of my steak just because I was just I was over. like dead in the water yeah I was just over everything but I knew I needed to eat because I don't think I had eaten lunch. That's the other problem when you're home alone or you know busy in the house like you're like why, why is my stomach growling so yep. Oh, shit, I never ate today. So Yeah, it's not. It's uh, you got to really remind yourself. 
Right, right. Well, I did a Costco run and I got some stuff that's like just easy to heat up. Like I got the yakisoba and I think, I don't know what else. You know, you just can pop them in the microwave real fast. It's probably not the healthiest, probably a lot of sodium, but it's either that or don't eat. Yeah, convenience usually wins for me. Right. Well, I did get a big box of the PB&J ones, the PB&J snacker things. So those are always handy. The Uncrustables? Yeah, those ones. Yeah, those are good. Well, it's like they're so expensive at Jewel. And then like for nine of them, I think it's like over $10, I think. And then at Costco, it's like you get 18 of them for the same price, I think. Maybe I should get a Costco cardigan. I just don't have room for shit. So it's like I would buy stuff and I'm like... Where the fuck am I going to put all this stuff? Girl, I have a deep freeze and then the freezer on my refrigerator. (laughs) The deep freeze. I was like, I'm like, fuck this freezer. I know there's shit in here that I need to throw out. So (laughs) I filled up three garbage, like grocery bags full of garbage meat that had been in there since like 2019, 2020, 2020. Oh, no. I know. I'm like, all right. I just, while I'm down recovering, I need to defrost that whole deep freeze and give it like a a deep clean. Because I guess I haven't cleaned it out since 2020. Yeah. So, but I had, I filled up the whole entire big garbage tote. Damn. I cleaned out my pantry and I cleaned out, um, Underneath, like my cabinets, girl. I went to town in that kitchen. Spring cleaning. Yeah, because I figured, okay, well, you know, like, what if you come over or some uh, friends, family come over while I'm recovering and they go in the kitchen and they're like, um, this can of soup expired in 2022, or you know what I mean? Used to be my favorite game when we go to my grandparents. We used to see who could find the (laughs) oldest thing. Well, it's all in the trash can right now, (laughs) along with all the old meat, all the all the freezer meat. I guess I won't be playing that. No, and I clean like I have a rolling cart full of like snacks because no matter how old people get, you still need snacks for your lunch. So I clean that out. I don't know what the oldest thing on there was. Might have been a bag of chips that was just like a month old or two months old. But I throw a lot of shit out. I'm like, well, if they haven't eaten it, then I'm throwing it out. So yeah, got to do it at some mm-hmm. point. I know my my grandma is probably rolling in her grave though. You know she went through World War One and World War Two. All and, this stuff you're throwing out. Oh yeah, like my dad, my aunt's bathing suits would get cut and dyed black so that my dad and my uncle could wear the bottoms. You know, like she repurposed everything. So I'm sure she was like, I can't believe all this stuff you're throwing out. But that was when whatever. I was going because my friend got a hotel, so we were gonna just stay with him. Um, Davion and I, and I was going there on Friday and I was just like, what alcohol do I have? I can bring. And then when I opened the fridge, I'm like, I literally was talking to myself out loud. I'm like, you stupid bitch. You bought all this food the other day and forgot. There's like all oh, this food no. I had bought and never ate. I'm like, why am I the worst? So then you had to throw all that out too. I, then, I, I just grabbed the alcohol weekend. and left. <laughs> I was yeah. like, whatever. But I did scold myself because I'm like, what is wrong with me? I did organize my alcohol stuff. So when you come there to you visit, I have some of those popsicles. Although I did uh, I did find one of those uh, frosé pouches in the freezer yeah. yesterday. I'm like, it's hot out. And then we're on the deck. I'm having frosé. <laughs> so 
I almost uh, had a frozen yesterday, but I got instead they have this like black cherry fr- freezy oh, drink at Sidetrack. I would like that. Yeah, so I got that. I actually ran into some friends. Davion and I were killing some time because our friend decided to have a little romp at the hotel. Oh, hey, <laughs> for his I was birthday. Do that. Hell yeah. So we were like, we'll just text us and we'll come back because we wanted to just hang last night because this is last night and, you know, just chill in the yeah. room. Um, so we were hanging at sidetrack, having a couple of drinks waiting and, um, a couple of our friends ended up walking in. Um, I think I've mentioned them before stump and Mark and then our friend, Julie. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. stump's like, yeah, I want to, uh, he was just talking about the podcast. I know you don't like when we say we listen, but we listen. And I'm uh, like, I know well, shout out I to get, them. like embarrassed. <laughs> I just text my friend Kara, which shout out to Kara. Her birthday was the fourth. And I text her happy birthday and she's like, why didn't I know you did a podcast? I just started listening to it. How come you don't tell me these things? Or I'm like, I don't like to tell anyone those things. You don't tell anyone. Imagine if you told all your (laughs) friends how many listeners we'd actually have. I don't know how the hell she found out. How did she find it? But I didn't, I didn't question her. I just said, thanks. And apparently she listens now too. So what up, Kara? What up, girl? Um, Spread the word. So we were laughing not about going that. To. I was laughing about that with Stump, and he's like, "Yeah, we should, you know." I know the other stuff doesn't come in the city much, but we, you know, and I don't even think she drinks. I'm like, she doesn't drink, but she's entertaining enough without drinking. We could get a drink one day. Who me? Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'll drink. Oh, okay. <laughs> like as, as long as I don't have to drive or be responsible for anybody, I'm okay with that. That was yeah. like yesterday. I had some froze and David, David's down there like laying some fucking bullshit black matting down to kill the weeds or whatever. And I'm like, you better not be killing my flowers. And I'm like yelling <laughs> at him. He's like, stop talking. <laughs> like you're drunk. <laughs> I was a little buzzed, but it was fun. Yeah, no, I don't. No, I just thought no. it was funny. He said that. I'm like, no, she doesn't really drink, but she doesn't really have to. It's not like I really don't. Yeah. I really. Do. What I want to do is go to the dispensary, though. Can we make a field trip there, please? Oh, yeah. I mean, we. I didn't go with them, but there was a little field trip yesterday when I ran oh, home really? to to switch my clothes out. Yeah, yeah. I want to make a little trip there. Just because I would rather have something more natural than narcotics <laughs> after my surgery. Yeah. So, and I don't know who did I ask. I asked somebody, and they were like, "Oh, all my patients are mostly elderly, and they love love it. The pot's legal now." <laughs> I was talking to. Oh well. I mean, yeah, it started being you know prescribed to people with cancer. It's not like it's like a bad thing. Right. Right. Well, and somebody was telling me that they make stickers now. They're like pot stickers, and you put them on your skin. And if Not you're like feeling like it's pot stickers, like no, no, I love pot stickers. But no, they're like they're like um, patches. You know, like oh, you, they okay. have the patches to sleep or the patches to lose weight or whatever Nicotine the fuck or whatever. Yeah, okay. so these are like THC patches, but you can control the dose that you're getting. And if you're not digging it, you just peel the patch off and in a half an hour, you're fine hmm. instead of an edible. And I'm like, oh, I might like that better. Yeah. So it's worth a yeah, try. I gotta... Right. I mean, I just keep talking to people and they keep giving me suggestions. So I'll take all the suggestions. 
Uh, did you watch the Kentucky Derby at all? I did not. I completely forgot about it. And when we were out Saturday, I saw people like dressed up. And then when I saw the hats, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was today. Well, and I kind of I remembered it only because when I went to make a cup of tea, I have a ton of glassware. Right. And I have some old antique Kentucky Derby glasses. So I have a glass from 83, 85, I think 78 or 79. I have like four Kentucky Derby glasses. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make myself a drink and take a picture. Well, the glasses are still sitting on the counter. I never used them. But um, like from the actual Kentucky Derby? Yeah. So, you know, when you go to the Kentucky Derby, they give you you i saw some pictures like i had some friends that were there and they have actual like glasses with the mint julep or whatever drinks they Uh, have okay they're like commemorative collectible glasses and so joe my son joe he um buys and sells right now he's focusing on like um cards like uh baseball cards um he's actually been buying a bunch of these cards with like musicians on them from like the 70s and 80s and uh they're coming from europe they were only released in europe so it's kind of fun because i'll get the mail and i'm like you got something from sweden so um but so he bought these glasses a long time ago and they've just been sitting up in the cabinet with all the other glassware so i got like old chicago bears glasses and stuff it's kind of fun i usually like the kentucky derby and like i would we would go sometimes to arlington for like a party or you know like it when sucks i was in vegas to go closed, to the yeah. uh sports book or whatever but i never realized i mean i guess i did but this year like so many horses died and like how like bad it is so I knew a couple horses died, but I did not realize that seven horses died before the Derby even started. And two horses died right before the Derby started, like just a few hours. Yeah. Like I never realized how bad it actually is for the horses. Seven horses. Well, they're, they're investigating it, but what is funny stuff. So Saturday ended up at that, this like, open house um with like different mediums and tarot cards and psychics and all sorts of stuff right like healers and there's a barbecue place like two doors down so i i was starving and i'm like i was with my friend kathy and her friend sherry and i'm like girls i'm gonna this they found another store walking down to get barbecue they found a like a gift shop i'm like i can't i can't shop i'm starving so i'm down at the barbecue restaurant and i see the kentucky derby on the TVs, you know, it's like a sports bar kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, the Kentucky Derby's going. Well, then all of a sudden they show a, a like a jersey and it was turquoise with the black stripes on it and the letters PH. And I'm like, I fucking pass this place every day when I go down Rand Road. It used to be Small Town Brewery. Remember our guy, our root beer yeah. guy? So Small Town Brewery changed their name to spirit water and they moved to carry but the place that they had in wakanda for years is facing route 12 right there in downtown well not downtown wakanda but right on 12 in wakanda and the people that moved into that spot has those awnings that are 
the the turquoise with the black stripes and it's a P and an H on it. And every time I pass by, I'm like, is it another brewery? Because it was a really nice place, right? And I'm thinking, is it another brewery? Like, what does this PH stand for? So then I'm looking at the screen with the Kentucky Derby and I see this PH with the turquoise and the black and I'm like, fuck, it's a horse place? And then then they're showing like the trainers and everything. And this guy pops up on the screen. I'm like, oh, my God, I dated him. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so the guy that trained two fills that came in second place, like it was neck and neck for a little while. I'm like, don't tell me he's going to fucking win the Kentucky Derby. So he came two fills was the horse that came in second. And they're from Barrington Hills. Wow. And the trainer is Larry Ravelli, and I dated him like back in, like maybe the last year of high school, and then in in college, right? And it was funny because I would go back and forth between my ex, then my ex husband who was my then boyfriend. I would like go back and forth between the two of them, and I'm like, man, maybe I should have stuck with Larry. He's I mean, he's got a running horse. In the- <laughs> yeah. Right. And he's cute, too. But I just I was like sitting there just in shock. I'm like, Larry is a horse trainer. I would have never guessed that because we used to go to like the the bars would be like dance nights for underage, you know, people. And like I think it was called Thumpers is where I really would see him at a lot. And Julian Jumpin Perez was the DJ there. It's just like, what a blast from the past. So is that place his that pH and it's that's what they so, do. I looked it up and I th- it stands for Patricia's Hope or something like that. So it must be it must be like the whole um what do you call that when you have horses? The stables. Oh. And the one the one of the owners of the horse is called Phil. So there must be another Phil. That's why it's called Two Phils. And Larry hmm. is the trainer of the horse. So, um, and then the horse that won was a mage, I think it was called. And it, that was like a South American horse. Yeah. M-A-G-E. Mage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really so, see anything on that. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't much. The only thing you're really seeing is that seven horses died. Yeah. So that's the big news. It's really not who won but I just thought that that was just like, what a small fucking world, right? And I'm like, really? How many guys are named Larry Ravelli? So I screenshot the TV and sent it to my son. And my son's like, yeah, shout out to Larry. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> I mean, um, they got to get something for Did he come in second? He came in second. I think they, they said that the pay. Well, two fills was only a nine to one. You know what I mean? It wasn't big yeah. odds. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't big odds on it. And I don't think that mage had big odds either. So it wasn't, oh, 15 to 1. Okay. So two fills was, a, uh, when I say 9 to 1, and then mage was 15 to 1. And they both seriously were neck and neck for a little while. Hmm. And I was watching them. I'm like, I don't have my fucking glasses on. There were two, like, turquoise horses. I'm like, which one is it? <laughs> um, But did you watch the Met Gala? Oh yeah, of course I watched okay. it. <laughs> I don't I didn't watch it, but I just saw some like highlights from it. Were there any fa- Okay, first of all, Karl Lagerfeld, p- do you have an opinion? On- okay. So I was very over it when they announced that was the theme, 
But then, like, my coworker and I were talking, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to put on, like, Vogue.com because it's just, you know, the red carpet. Yeah. So on YouTube, I had it on. I was still working. And then I posted during COVID, there was no Met Gala. So I had <laughs> people were doing, like, at home outfits. I remember when you did that. Yeah. And yes. I had that, um, what's it called? It was like a Christmas tablecloth and it looked similar to something Sarah Jessica Parker wore one of the Mike Ellis. Okay. So I made my own version of that. So I posted that and then a little bit later Davion's like Ooh, so are we gonna make Mike Gala looks tonight? And I'm like bitch I'm still working. You guys can. So I was working and then I looked up and they were interviewing Emily Blunt and I'm like ooh I could do that in like five minutes. I can make her outfit. So you totally did. I mean, yes, yeah, it was I just a white picture. lace top. I had a white lace top, and then I just made like a bow and a, like a flower out of tissue paper, and I was done. <laughs> and my hair was already her hair wasn't done, so it worked out. Um, so then I sent it to them, and then of course, you know, Chris and Davion are like, "Yes," and Davion basically dressed just like Karl Lagerfeld. <laughs> like I saw the it, like, pictures in, with no issue. <laughs> Um, and then t- Chris made his husband Tim do it, so we all ended up like sending each other a little look, having fun watching the red carpet. Um, so uh, just a little question about the Carl Lagerfeld like, you would never want anything by his house of fashion. I mean, I, he did like Chanel and Chloe and stuff, and like, I'm you know, but if it was specifically Carl Lagerfeld, you wouldn't want it. I just I don't like he was an asshole so I don't know that yeah, I would say that's I what I hear. want it he was just super fat phobic and like um I don't know he just was kind of a dickhead like I remember when he died I was like bye like I didn't really care <laughs> I enjoyed well, the like saying. everyone was dressing like his cat and stuff I thought that was funny but oh yes so I, I so I had that the only reason I'm asking about it is because I kind of did some birthday shopping early stuff and now I'm oh, like God. fuck. I mean, because I didn't, I didn't know he was such a dick. But yeah. it's cute what I got you. Then, so yeah, no, I... okay, okay, that's just part of it, though. I'm not going to ruin any <laughs> anymore. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh man. Um, I mean, you can always return it, it's Nordstrom. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. The it was Jared Leto dressed as the cat. As his cat, yeah. I was like, oh my god, I love the cat. But then he changed, right? He changed into another outfit. Yeah, because I mean, he was wearing like a, an actual full cat suit, so I don't know how he would have been like in the gala like that. It was but then a Doja giant cat, cat did suit. it too. She had like the like the special effects makeup and stuff. Did she have the red? Was that the red or that was something different that she did? Doja Cat? I don't think she did red. Doja Cat did red for something. Like she was like red from head to toe, like a blue man group, but red. And she said that it made her sick having all that makeup on her. I mean, she looked like a cat, like her face. And then like she was doing interviews and they would be like, ask her something. She'd be like, meow, 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 meow. Like she wasn't answering. She just meowed. I, I mean, do really you funny. know? But you know Doja Cat's first song, right? Yeah, um, it was like a TikTok song, right? No, her first song a long time ago. What? And I, that's why I'm so surprised that nobody ever brings it up, or they they just pretend like they don't know that her the way she got famous was her song called "Moo." Have you never? But wasn't heard it like this? a TikTok thing? 
Kind of. It was like uh I mean it she's was, a weirdo. Uh, I watched that um they did something where they had like certain people like take an expensive taste test. And she was just extra goofy. She was like singing right. uh here, I'm gonna play a little Erica bit of Badu and stuff. Oh fuck. She's in a cow costume. I think she sings like, bitch, I'm a cow. I mean, she's young. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. But her video, if you watch it, is just like all like boobs bouncing in the background and her in a a cow costume. She's kind of goofy. She did that whole thing with Taco Bell, too. Remember they asked her to like write a a thing about mexican pizza and she no i don't remember yeah that. she's just she's kind of like a goofball i just love that hey, she I kept mean, saying it's... meow 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 <laughs> well she just said bitch i'm a cow i'm not a cat and i don't say meow <laughs> somebody if they were on their game they would have been like bitch you're not a cow you're a cat <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know if it's working for her yeah i thought why it was not funny. right yeah. be creative have fun with it right um who else? So what was this deal with Chris Pratt and his toe? I have no idea. I saw though that whole thing. Um, something about him talking about Jesus and stuff. Like I'm like, why does he do this? Oh, I don't. So I didn't. I didn't realize he was married to Catherine Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he posted a picture of his toe, saying it was his Met Gala look, and the toenail was a little chewed up. And so Maria Shriver wrote, what is this? And then James Gunn said, little Nas X wore it better <laughs> about his chewed up toenail. I didn't see that. I know that he was, it was something recently with him because that new Guardians of the Galaxies came out or it's coming out. Yeah, the kids want to go see that. I mean, I want to go see it too. We watched the OG Guardians of the Galaxy last night. Oh my God, hanging with Shane and Davion. I'm like, there's got to be something more than Goblin movies on you guys. Like, come on. Oh, We're see, watching, I would have like, been right at home Iron with that. Man. <laughs> what the fuck else did they have on? Oh, I can't remember now. But you, I'm like, I know there's other movies on. Come on. You could have put on uh, on Netflix was the Charlotte that came out over the weekend. Well, we were at the, the hotel, Bridgerton. so it was like whatever. Uh, but I also am well, not watching Bridgerton, so <laughs> I was I had Netflix on yesterday because I've been watching The Diplomat, which is not horrible, and um, it's like number two on Netflix movies is The Dilemma. So I'm just shout out to my son Joey for being in that movie. <laughs> Uh, so if you if you want to watch the number two movie right now on Netflix, you'll be able to see my son. That movie came out like maybe twelve years ago, so he was like twelve, thirteen. Shonda yeah. Rhimes was on Dax Shepard last week, and they were talking about the Princess Charlotte show. Um, but I, I mean, didn't even Shonda's watch got Bridget. the racket. It was kind of funny because they were like both like Dax and his car, like we're kind of intimidated to talk to you, and she just like couldn't be more normal and like don't be intimidated by me like she said how nervous she was when she first pitched Grey's Anatomy she was like shaking she can't even believe they gave it to her like it was a really good interview I thought 
Um, well, here's and I admire her because she truly has like broken lots of barriers and she's been so successful. But if we were under the gun stuff, like if somebody said you guys got to write like a whatever a screenplay or whatever, I think we could come up with some fucking awesome ideas, like truly awesome ideas. I speak for yourself. I don't know that I could. <laughs> oh come on! You know you could. You know you could. I don't with all the stuff you watch and all the stuff I watch, like we, I'm telling you, we could come up with some hits, some hits. Mm. Uh, did you see the cockroach walk the red carpet at the Met Gala? I did, no? but that makes me very like. <laughs> I was so surprised to read that too. That there's a fucking cockroach, and then they stepped on it, and then Rihanna was next. <laughs> oh my god, so. next! Everyone's waiting for her forever. She was so late. Well, and she, she was she was in a funky outfit too. I know, but it was like, come on! Everyone was already inside for like hours, and then she finally came. Yeah, I like well, she had though the eyelashes on her glasses. Oh my god! There was a TikTok I saw some lady explaining like fake eyelashes, and she's like, back in the day, the eyelashes were to keep uh, semen out of the hooker's eyes. Doesn't that just seem <laughs> worse? Like it just has more of a place to like get stuck i guess you just take the eyelashes off well, i mean have you ever gotten cum in your eyes um, it hurts the worst yeah. yeah literally worse than shampoo but now every time i see a girl with like really big eyelashes i'm like you must take a lot of cum to that face, little umbrellas girl. i guess umbrellas yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um I guess Gwyneth Paltrow. Why did I not know? She's such a flake. Like, how did I not know that she dated not only Brad Pitt, but Ben Affleck? I mean, I I knew that she was in the movie. Yeah, I think that's when they dated, when they did Shakespeare in Love, right? Right. I don't know that I would have went for Ben on the set. I probably would have went for Joseph Fine. Like, I really liked him in that movie. I think Ben Affleck's cute. I mean, I do too, but in Shakespeare and Love, like, it was all about Shakespeare for me. <laughs> I was thinking about, someone was talking about him, and I was like, I met Ben Affleck. It was, like, right before he went into rehab, like, the really? first time when we were in Vegas. There's a picture somewhere of all of us with him, but he was, huh. like, fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. It was at, I think, at Caesars. We were in the casino, and he was there. He was, like, walking through. And I my love friend, Caesars. My favorite um, slot machine is there. But I'm like, whatever <laughs> happened to that picture? Because it was like the week after he entered rehab and we were all like, oh, yeah, he was a mess when we saw him. So it made sense. So he had already been in rehab? No, he went. Oh, like right it was the week that. after that you remembered you yeah. took the picture. Oh, yeah. OK. I always find liked it. him more. And then like when I saw Matt Damon in person and then like Born Identity, I thought he was hot, Matt Damon. So now I feel like I like Matt more than Ben, but I think Ben's nice oh, looking. Oh, see, I've always been team Ben. Matt's like, ew, you're okay. You oh know how God. to play with poop in space. I don't know. I think Born Identity, he just looks so cute. P.S. You and Davion went to the UK and you didn't go to the Pooh Museum. No, why would I do that? Because it sounds really cool. They even have poo perfume that you can put on. Who the fuck wants that? I have that poo, that liquid ass that I want to prank someone with and still have it. 
No, I guess there's an animal that when it poos, it smells really good. Yeah, so they, right. they made a perfume out of it. No, look it up. No. Did you know that most very, very, very expensive perfumes that smell really good have whale puke in them? I mean, there's all kinds of weird shit. But listen, right? listen. We eat beaver butt juice. A poo museum. A poo museum. Yeah. And they were so cute. They were explaining. They're like, Americans like to say poop. But in, in you know, in Britain, we say poo. We love to say our poo, not poop. <laughs> it was cute. The Isle of White. I don't think I would go. I think is where it was. It makes me, like, I, I think I like would go. I would gag. It sounds cute. And there's an animal that poops cubes. They're poop is cubed isn't that interesting <laughs> i guess a wombat wombats poop cubes i mean is it like the way that they're butthole shaped i you would I, okay so maybe we are living in a simulation and they forgot to make that animal's poop like round like everybody else's they're square poops they're like tetris well there poops. used to be a joke about like why your poo is like tapered so that your butt cheeks don't like slammed together or something like that you never heard that joke <laughs> no something like that no uh, how did we get on poop i don't know um and then uh i think one of my final stories here oh well we've been doing pussy popping but we did we never said it <laughs> On a handstand. Did you see Genuine fall? <laughs> no, he wiped out. Yeah, he went to jump down. Like his knees just is a nope. <laughs> oh fuck! I've been there, done that. I know yeah. it was very much like you knew better. It's your old age, <laughs> you old motherfucker. Uh -huh. You knew. <laughs> um, so I guess this lady went to a Tchaikovsky concert in L.A. Tchaikovsky concert in LA and um she was just in the audience and she had a full body orgasm during I have the seen concert that and I just couldn't like it made me so uncomfortable like I just I couldn't even bring myself I, tell me you have the clip no I haven't okay, seen the good, clip but they good. said that they like they um she was sitting next to her partner trying to catch her breath like everybody and yeah, there's an audio clip of the moment, which I, I did. I kept seeing it on um, Twitter, and I'm like, I don't want to listen to that. Ugh, it just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> but the, where, wherever I found this article, the guy's like, do you know this woman? Have her contact me. <laughs> He's got his email address. But I honestly, like, have I ever had wonderful moments during concerts? Yes, but not a full body orgasm. She had to be wearing... I guarantee you she probably was wearing like one of those vibrators or something that he could remote control or she it. she just wanted attention. I mean, maybe. Or she's one of those people, like there's people out there that have the orgasm disease. Like they just orgasm all the time and they can't stop it. This is it a disease really? I think it's Would maybe like it a, a nervous disease? condition. Like a nervous condition. <laughs> I don't know. It, it would suck to be at work and just constantly yeah, having orgasms, right? Like, sorry, I'm coming right now. Sorry, <laughs> can't talk. <laughs> and then, did you know that Utah has, um, 
you talk, you know, like when you go on uh, liquor websites and they ask to put your birth date in to uh-huh. make sure that you're 21. Well, Utah does that now on Pornhub. <laughs> oh, God. So you have to, um, but you have to upload your driver's license to prove your age to go on. To oh, Pornhub. so you're definitely on some like database or something. Right. Well, and I guess they're saying this one. This one hooker is well, a hooker. She's a porn star. She's she was like complaining because she's like, you know, that teenage kids know how to circumvent these VPN issues. So she's like, so grown ass men are struggling to get around it and get online. But now these teenage kids, you know, that they've worked around it. And she's like, it makes me sick to know that teenagers are looking at my videos. Bitch, when you made those videos, that was the last thing you thought oh, of. Yeah. Was teenage boys it. are going to be looking at me. Is she from Utah too? I don't think so. Acting like they care. I, I guess just if you ever travel to Utah folks and you try to go on Pornhub, it ain't going to happen unless you want to upload your driver's license. Which I would never, I would no never way. do that. All right. We got some entertainment. usually oh shit oh Oh, you know what i'm doing is i'm xing out of it by like deleting it completely so i have to reload it later i'm like what is going on over here i just got a text that my enchiladas were delicious that they were fire yeah Uh, well i got home and i had a quick i make homemade spanish rice i got that going and then i yelled at david because he was home i'm like start shredding the cheese get me the tortillas because you know i i just do it all from scratch it's not like i get an encore meal and throw it in the oven so i made one pan of corn tortillas and one pan of flour which is chicken and cheese yeah so stuff come for dinner yeah i got two pans so we've got our that's entertainment news. Um, Aerosmith is finally retiring. Like the band, they're not oh. going to tour anymore. Because what's but his like, face how? was getting in trouble for molesting girls. Who was? Didn't Steven Tyler get in trouble? Maybe. Now they're. Retiring. I love seeing all the pictures where they're like Steven Tyler looks like my 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 uh whatever my crazy aunt or crazy grandma because he's got all the jewelry and yeah. the makeup on. Um, and I think as men age, in my opinion, especially like I have some friends that are couples as people age, I think the women end up looking more manly and the men end up looking more female in some couples. What men? I'm going to send you a picture of my friend and her husband okay. and you're going to be like, which one is which? <laughs> but like, I feel okay, like men so- just like age like they look more distinguished or something like it's bullshit they like get better looking that's true a lot of men do get better looking like when you're like oh yeah that guy was such a nerd in high school and then you're like oh hello yeah you're not a nerd anymore but steven tyler he does oh yeah i mean that's i think a rock star is a little bit different right but i mean i know my friend posted a picture of her and her husband i'm like oh damn like he's starting to look like a girl like what's going on there Hmm. um so they're doing a 40 date arena farewell tour. It's called uh, the Peace Out Tour. So that's the reason to say you're retiring. 
Right? I know. Well, now how many other bands have said that and yet they're still touring? Yeah, it's totally a marketing thing. Well, that Def Leppard tour, they're on tour with a bunch of Motley Crue, I think Def Leppard and I forget who else, but they're like raking in millions every day. But that was a tour that was supposed to happen during COVID that got canceled. Oh, I, I bet Chris and Tim, or did they already go? Was it last summer too? I don't know. I don't know. My it friend was a Tim big, big show. into all that. And oh, really? Chris and did like, like Def yeah. Leppard and all that? Yeah. And I think it was Motley Crue. You know, I know so many, I never meet women that say they're into Motley Crue. I only meet guys that say they're into Motley Crue. Isn't that weird? I don't really like any of that. I mean, I liked Def Leppard back in the day, seventh grade, sixth grade, going into seventh grade, I think. And then I did see them in concert, but it was, I went to Canada and I was visiting a friend and she's like, I got us tickets to go to Winnipeg. The, the MTS Center. I don't know. It might be called something different now. But I was like, well, that was kind of cool. I like going to concerts in different cities. Yeah. So, and and it's funny because they had the big screens with the lyrics on them. I'm like, fuck, I've been singing these songs all wrong for years. <laughs> like when I'm actually reading the real lyrics, I'm like, son of a bitch. I didn't know that was the real lyric. So it was kind of fun. So are you going to go um, see Aerosmith? maybe I don't know I mean I listened to a lot of Aerosmith back in high school but I, I remember yeah. that one album they came out with when I was like in high school it was popular like when Alicia Silverstone was in all the videos that was like oh, a big yeah. thing when I was a younger a gal yeah, but like, yeah. I don't know that I well, you feel. know me. I've always been more of like alternative, especially back in those days, like more new wave. Yeah. Aerosmith was like my campground days. Like, you know, we would we all we had a camper and we would go to the campground and like all the kids would play Aerosmith by the bonfires and get drunk or get high or whatever. It was burnout music, as my mom used yeah. to said my stepdad was a burnout. I'm like, I don't yes. know what this means. And then she explained it. I'm like, ah. A burnout. Yeah. 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 Like, I had one friend that would drive, like, his fucking Cheech and Chong van down from Madison. Like, it was seriously, like, one of the raper vans with, like, the bed in it and everything. And he was always high and as look fuck at, You want to get some time. weed patches. Look at how yeah. full circle it comes. <laughs> this is because <laughs> of my, I'm now elderly and I need help. <laughs> And that young. Oh uh, my God. We were talking about raper that this weekend because it was like, take some vitamin C before we go out. I'll help with any hangover. And then Shane's sneezing. I'm like, I have some Allegra. Like, we're just so old. Oh, <laughs> like, <my> everything. <laughs> I would have been like, who needs a dairy pill? He's on the floor <laughs> rolling, like using a, a vodka bottle as like a roller, like rolling it oh. under his like joints and stuff. <laughs> Like what has happened to us? That is so. See now, that would be a perfect like idea for like a show, a sitcom. Yeah, I guess. Oh my right? god! You know he was on MTV, and he still sometimes gets recognized. And we were at this one like someone that like I know, but they knew better. Did like a little fashion show thing, so we went. Yeah, and it was like pretty quiet because the fashion show was about to start. And these three girls came walking over, and they're like is your name Shane? And he's like, yeah. And she like turned to her one friend who's walking up. Like I told you, why did all three of them start screaming? Like he was Harry Styles. <laughs> was really? Like, and I were 
laughing hysterically. He was so embarrassed. He's like, here, let's go to the front, like front of the bar. Because he was like so mortified. What was he on? Road Rules? Yeah, he no. was on Road Rules in- initially. And then he's done like the challenges. So. Okay. Okay. But it was, I was like, oh man, if the, the fashion show didn't start when he came back in there, I told him, man, we should start screaming. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just a little bit of fame is all it takes. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of fame, there is a reporter, Marley Rivera. Well, that worked for ESPN. (laughs) Not anymore. Not anymore. So Marley had, um, she had an interview already set up, and um. At Yankee Stadium. So she was going to interview Aaron Judge, one of the Yankees. And she had everything set up, like had everything set up. And then this fucking guy, Ivan Gate, pops in and thinks that um, he's going to like nudge her out of the way so he can do the interview. And so (laughs) apparently this was caught on video. But Rivera called Gate a fucking cunt. Ooh, I love it. Right. And, um, and then so she then got he, fired. She got fired because she called the guy or hot mic or something. Right. She got caught on video calling this guy a fucking cunt because he was trying to sneak into her time slot to do an interview. And so now ESPN is like, she no longer works here. Oh, but I don't think that she should have gotten fired. No. We well, had a president gotten fired saying, grab her think... by the pussy. Really? Right. With the, and he was the president of the United States. And so she's defending herself. And, you know, she did all the work to get the interview. And then she gets fired. I don't know. I think that's there funny. was. Um, I don't know who it was because I was just like on Twitter when we were like hanging. But he was talking about visiting the Negro League Museum and he yes. said the N-word. Yeah. But I think he only got suspended. He didn't even get fired. Oh, come on. Now that should have been I know my son's like, Can you believe this guy called it the N-word? I mean, it just rolled off his tongue. Too. He didn't even right. like Yeah, that was So that crazy. was like an everyday word for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I only say that word when we're watching Wu Tang, the show Wu Tang, because that's all he says when he's talking to his friends. He starts every sentence and, he, and he's got that deep voice. <laughs> so, but I haven't watched Wu Tang in a while. Have you watched that show? It's good. It's like the whole Wu Tang story. Stuff, she's fallen down and she can't get up. She needs her life alert bracelet. No, my computer's not charging for some reason. And I was trying to. That's her new computer, too. Check the, the plug. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hopefully it doesn't just shut down. All right. Well, we'll go fast. Uh, rest in peace. We have a rest in peace this week. And uh, do you know who that is? I don't. I'm going to be over here messing around with my computer. So I'm going to apologize right now. That's okay. So it was Gordon Lightfoot. And he was a famous singer. And he sang. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. The Edmund Fitzgerald. And we always put that song on as we cross over the border. Um, well, over the bridge from Lake Superior, Wisconsin, Superior, Wisconsin, into Duluth, Minnesota. But David's in his bed. I'm in my bed. And I hear him yelling, blah, 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 died. And I'm like, what? And he, I guess he's saying Gordon Lightfoot died. But I'm only hearing the vowels. And so I'm like, Lorne Michaels died? 
he's like, no, Gordon Lightfoot. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, it would be horrible if Lauren Michaels died. So rest in peace to uh, Gordon Lightfoot. He was just touring like last year too. I How think old he was. I don't know. I mean, he had to be kind of old. He was big in the 70s. But he was touring. Um, he was at the Genesee Theater, I think, in Wakanda. I mean, uh, Waukegan. Because uh-huh. I know my son like like digs his music. I'm like, we want to go see the concert. And he's like, no. He missed his Canadian. chance. He missed his chance. Yeah. He's a Canadian singer. Uh, he was born in 1938, so, I mean, he was older than, yeah, older than my parents. But, yeah, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, Sundown, If You Could Read My Mind. Those were all the songs, man, from the 70s we used to sing. Did you get it working, stuff? I think so. Yeah. All right. We want to go to a position. Sure. All right. Did I did I fucking get no, I have it. Here we go. I mean, I guess I could have queued up some Gordon Lightfoot. If you could read my mind. I know that song. I like that song. Uh yeah, I like that song too, don't you? Today's yeah. what, May eighth, Monday? Yes, Monday. The intermediate swimming lesson. Uh, oh Ooh, damn who's really wet in that one <laughs> <laughs> i have an embarrassing story about that by the oh way. god Go ahead. um yeah he's just kind of like sitting and she's uh it looks like she's doing a, a swimming move like over him so facing out and her legs are around him while he's sitting oh, okay um and then may 9th i want my mommy <laughs> and it's very very unattractive the guy's like kind of being lifted up by the woman and cuddled up to her um, i have a story about that that's too. disgusting i don't like no, that I, at all which is probably so something about me but you know whatever no well i i only called for my mom once while having sex oh you did <laughs> i did oh my god i was already married and we were like go into town and like he pulled out and then popped it back into the wrong hole like, uh, right away <laughs> and i was like oh my god i'm blind call my mom call my mom because <laughs> of pain I, I don't think that it hurt i think it was maybe but it, i think it was just like such a shock like because i you know nothing had ever been up there yeah i was really young and uh yeah so i did i, I was like i want my mom oh, oh my man <laughs> and then the stupid the what was that swimming the swimming one yeah yeah i have a story for that too stuff so as you're going getting older and going through menopause and your hormones change just be prepared <laughs> okay so was it thursday night it had to be thursday night i kept waking up And I, you know, I don't wear pajamas, right? And I kept waking up because I'm like, what is going on here? Like, I'm not peeing myself. I know I'm not peeing myself. Why is, like, why is everything wet? Like, what is going on? 
So I actually called the doctor and like went in the next day. I'm like, something's going on here. And she's like, oh, you're just having like a hormonal surge. And I'm oh, like, oh, God. my God, this is like crazy. Like, and it wasn't that I was peeing myself stuff. It was just that I was that wet. So apparently I was just swimming in my own. Wow. Whatever. Moisture. So just be prepared for that. Can't wait. <laughs> I it freaked me out. Like I actually went to the doctor's I office. I mean, you go like, to the doctor for everything, but yeah, that's kind of. a little crazy. Because they kept waking up, and I'm like, "What? What is going on here?" And my sister's like, "Maybe you were having sexy dreams, and you just don't remember them." I'm like, "I always remember them. This was different. I don't know what was going that sounds, on." So it sounds like that is what was happening. Maybe, but I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, what is going on? And it was only really like while I was sleeping, while I was awake, I was fine. How do you not wear pajamas with two boys in the house? They go in their rooms and I go in my room. But like, like what if something come happened? Me. I don't know. I got I got a robe on the bottom of my bed. If okay. I got to get up, I put the robe on. All right. I tr- you know in the winter sometimes I will go to bed like all bundled up when it's cold out because I don't like my room to be hot. It's always cold. And but by the time I wake up in the morning, I've like taken everything off. I just can't deal with it. I can't deal with pajamas. Now when I travel, like when I went with my sister and my niece, yeah, I brought like a t-shirt and shorts to sleep in. But I prefer no pajamas. I don't like rolling over and having shit tangling up and creasing. And I know that sounds crazy, but. Oh, no. I mean, I don't. I, I like sleeping clothesless, but I started doing it more when. Uh, like I lived alone. Right. Because you had roommates. Yeah. No, I at once my kids get in bed, they're in bed. Like nobody really gets up and wanders around. Yeah, I guess in an emergency. Um, I would just put my robe on. I have a ton of robes. Shit, girl. Or towels, whatever. Yeah. My I mean, my the bathroom is like three steps away from my bedroom. So it's not like uh, you know, I gotta wander around the house naked. But if I'm home alone, I'll wander around naked. Like last week when I was taking pictures of them swan uh not the swans, the pelicans. Uh all right. All right. People know entirely too much about me. Here we go. Here's five things. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks to Stell. That's Stella Sonic from the Strays in the UK. Look them up. Listen to some of their tunes. You will be a fan. Uh, Steph, what do you got this week? I don't think I have anything. It's all you. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything. I went to a really good restaurant for lunch with clients in kind of West Loopish, Ala Vida. I recommend that. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I ha I have a list, but it's in my bag over there. Um, okay, so let me try to think. Um, Thursday night. Thursday night, I went to Pino's Palette in South Barrington because there was a class on making charcuterie trays or what do you call it? Platters, maybe a charcuterie, charcuterie platter. Um, but it was healthy. It was a healthy one. It was this um, Annette Lacitra, and she is a vegan chef, and she's also she's also like a therapist advisor like if you're having health problems she will help you 
uh, cure those health issues through your diet. So, um, and she did this because she herself had issues and she basically cured herself of all of her um, health issues. So she's vegan, gluten-free, and we made the most beautiful charcuterie trays with uh, fruits and vegetables and nuts and dips and um, chips, like these gluten-free vegan chips that are phenomenal. And they're made here in Chicago. They sell them at Costco. Something, something simple, freely simple, simple. Anyway, so um, I'll post her information on our page. Her name is Annette Lasitra, and she's really good. So if you're having any health issues and or you just want to, you know, tweak your eating habits, she will be more than happy to help you. I it love was a, a cute charcuterie clip. tray. I'll, and the, it was beautiful. And she's like, look, you know, food is medicine. And I've heard that several times. She's like, food is medicine. And, um, you know, certain foods are good to cure inflammation and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, she, and she brought everything chopped up and ready to go. You were just making the trays while she was talking. And there was like a meditation that we did and we were painting wine glasses. So it was a really fun little class on Thursday. And then on Saturday, I will also post her information, but this was the second reading I've had done by Astaria Dream. And you can find her like all over social media. She's on TikTok um, and she does a lot of uh, coaching. So she'll do tarot cards. She also does like sound healing, uh, which was kind of cool before she read my cards. She like banged on this uh, drum, like uh you know, like you see the Indian drums, like in the drum circles and stuff. And she like went around my whole body and did like a clearing, uh, energy clearing with the sound, with the drum. That was Ooh. really cool. Yeah. And so she is also like a coach. She, and she actually told me I had to do a, a cutting the cord, a cord cutting ritual. And she she was telling me that it has to be with the egg. Remember, we've talked about the egg on the show before. No. So in the Hispanic culture, that's why there's some shows that are like definitely Mexican shows. What was that one show? Something Fool. Remember I talked about that show? And the grandma did the egg on him because someone gave him the, the evil eye, the mal de ojo. And so... Growing up, my mom would do the egg to us when we were sick. It's like you're t taking this egg and you're r rolling it over the whole body. And it suppose that, and then you take a glass with some water in it and you crack the egg in the glass once you've like rolled it all over the body. And like in my family's culture, they would say some prayers or whatever in Spanish. And then you put like a cross with toothpicks on top of the egg and you'll be able to read the egg later, like the fibers in it or however it lands in the glass. Well, here, this girl is white as white can be. She is not Hispanic at all. And she's like, you're going to have to do a cord cutting ritual with the egg. And I was like looking at her. I'm like, how do you know about the egg? She's like, oh, you know the egg? I'm like, yeah. Like my mom, I'm sure my aunt, that like they all did the egg. I go, the weird thing is, is none of them will show the younger generations how to do it. Because, and my cousin's like, oh, I don't know. She's like, that's a little bit too witchcraft for me. And I'm like, but it's, 
I remember I don't think something with like the horns or the what was it like the Italian? Well, that's more Italian. You like yeah, give them the horn. it's something yeah, like that's that like... too, though. About like if you need a like an evil eye cleanse or something. Yeah. So she 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 sent me a video of how to do because I guess you could do it to yourself. She she says no, there's no like chants or prayers or anything. She said it's just in your mind. You need to keep thinking like you're removing the you know you're cutting the cord you're removing that person's energy because mm. she's like no matter if you get a divorce or you stop being friends with someone if you really or you know if it's a family member if you've spent a lot of time and space with these people your energies become like intertwined and right so entwined intertwined I have no idea and so then you kind of have to do like a, a cord cutting so that you release that person's energy from yours. So I told her, I'm like, maybe I'll just call you and set up an appointment and you could do the egg. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else I had on my list. So I'll post Astaria's information and I'll post Annette's information. Um, stuff I really don't know what else. I mean. I mean, I think... I think we're good with yeah. that. I, I got my list. I can always talk about it next week if I can remember everything. So funny. I made a list today and it's sitting on the other side of the room. So I'm too too lazy to get up. Um, But let's see. What do we have next? We have a song this week. And it was, it was something actually that I received today. And I'm like, oh, I'm digging this, girl. So um, I'm going to ask you, Steph, to pick one, two, or three. One. Ooh, all right. So this song is called Catfish, and it's by Jennifer Alvarado. And stuff you're going to like it because she's country. Still be the one to lose. Don't you get tired of lying? Do you even remember your name? Karma has a way of finding you when you get in her way. Keep a list of all the things you say Soon your alibis are gonna come back to pain Don't you get tired of lying Aren't you scared of being alone The truth always comes out of hiding Even when you're thinking won't
won this game But you're about to see It's you that's been played Ha! Catfish by Jennifer Alvarado. And you can find her on Twitter at Guitar Diva 12, or you can find her on um, her website is jenniferalvarado.com. Uh, she's an international recording artist from Vail, North Carolina, and has amassed over 1 million streams just on Spotify alone. Her first EP project was titled Playing uh, with Fire, and she released that in April of 2021. And now she just released a country pop EP titled Songbird Part 1 in July of 22. And then Songbird Part 2 was just released earlier this year. And Catfish is the first single off of Songbird Part 2. So her music has a country sensibility, which you could tell. But she also has like a pop current running through it. Her sound is a mixture of country pop and blues that reflect an eclectic blend of influences. So check out Jennifer Alvarado. Thanks so much for sending that in. Yeah, and that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com and our discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com tweakedaudio.com and if you would like to be cool like Miss Alvarado please go to radiomisfits.com click on the tab that says submit music enter all of your information there and don't forget to include your links to your music and you can send more than one song that's what Jennifer sent us three today and Steph picked number one catfish uh, so go ahead and go to radiomisfits.com if you would like to get a hold of us and you want to Leave us a voicemail, 312-508-3552 is our phone number. You can also send us an email at stephsinthecity at gmail.com. You can instant message us, Steph, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well. We're on YouTube, but it's really stuff pulling crystals out of her boobies. And, yeah, I told you I accidentally came across one of those videos and I hated myself. So stop. I think they're cute. Like that would be a fun sitcom too. two girls working in a crystal shop and all the freaking people they run into and their tarot card readings and all that. I got ideas. You like, need to start writing some of this shit down. I really should because I'm telling you, my job's killing me. It's killing me. Uh, we've got some uh, dating, like a dating story, if you want to go to that. Sure. 
let's see let, let's uh let's this guy i'd like to date <laughs> i need a sugar daddy to come paint my bed paint my bed I was sitting in traffic singing that today because I was like, I need new tires. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to go with the dating term or do you want to go with the, the, the killer date? Either or. All right, we'll do the killer date. So mm, here's the headline. Man allegedly paused date to kill and then returned for dinner. Like, yeah, think he had about some manners, I guess. But think about that situation stuff. Like you're on a date and the guy goes and kills somebody and then comes back and eats dinner with you. Mm, yeah. So Eric Aguirre allegedly told his date that everything was fine after he returned to her at the Rodeo Goat restaurant in Houston, Texas. It's always Texas. Rodeo Goat? Rodeo Goat. Yeah. I hope they weren't eating goat. I'm allergic to goat. So a Texas man on a date who paid $40 to park. So it was $20 to park her car, $20 to park his car. So he paid parking costs. So he parked, paid $40 to this guy to park only to learn that when he got inside of this Houston burger joint. So apparently the rodeo goat is a burger joint. He learned that he was scammed because the restaurant said, oh, no, we don't charge for parking. So he went... He went back to the guy that he gave 40 bucks to and fatally shot the man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, that's Texas. Yeah, and then went back to get his hamburger on his date. Because of the $20? Because, yeah, well, $40. Yeah, but. (laughs) Seriously. So um, it was all on the news and the girl, the, the date, she saw the information on the news and she called the police when she saw it because they had pictures of the couple, both him and her. And so she called the police because it was on crime stoppers. And she said she wanted to do the right thing. She wanted to make sure that she came forward and told the police what she knew because she didn't know he went and killed somebody. Wasn't until she saw it on TV that he killed somebody. So can Listen, you believe don't scam that? people and don't date. I think those are the two lessons. <laughs> don't date. Hey, you know, that's I'm okay with that, honestly. The <laughs> the way the world is working. Um, all right. We are gonna go to our synchronicity and I'm gonna go ahead yeah, and you're going through you're going through some things right now. I'm eat my dinner. Synchronicity. Synchronicity synchronicity stuff if it wasn't synchronicity on saturday though when i was at that psychic you know whatever you want to call it shenanigans this lady i'm talking to her and she's a pilates instructor but she says she's she's felt called to heal horses because she does reiki and then that's when i went and saw the saw the uh, Kentucky Derby running and then I'm like, oh, I know this guy with the horses. It was all about horses. Huh, that's a coincidence. Isn't that like and a And then weird... you saw a guy with a horse dick and you're just <laughs> like, what is happening? I wish I haven't seen <laughs> any horse dick. I haven't seen any dicks, put it that way. Well, unless it's Pornhub, but yeah. Uh, so Steph, what do we have going on now with the stars? I think there was a um like they're calling it wedding season starting. Oh, okay. Is that the one you're talking about? Or Pluto retrograde. 
Pluto retrograde, I think, is yes. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but what was wedding season? Um, oh. About Venus and retrograde during wedding season. But that doesn't oh. start until June 5th, so we can wait. Oh, okay. We can wait for another show or two. Okay, so like, re- remember last year, everything was in retrograde? Well, it like, seems all like it once. now, because now it's Pluto. Right. Mercury is in retrograde now until right before your birthday, right? Yeah. And now Pluto's in retrograde from May 1st to October 10th. So what do we have? What do we have for us with this one stuff? Well, it's an intense portal of transformation and rebirth. I have one of those. (laughs) An intense um, portal. Pluto empowers us to confront our deepest fears and recognize any self-destructive habits, beliefs, or patterns that keep us stuck in the same cycles. This retrograde is an opportunity to settle our karmic debts, release past experiences, and move forward with a clean slate. It is a catalyst for soul evolution and a time to boldly face our shadow and let go of anything that no longer aligns. So open up your intense portal stuff. (laughs) <laughs> my intense portal was in an overdrive the other day <laughs> oh yeah um it says expect epiphanies revelations truths uncovered intense inner journey profound emotional healing regeneration restructure renewal rebirth reclaiming our power rising from the ashes and then this is may 1st through october 10th so that's like damn the summer and some spring and fall god damn it i think that you know like you know when you meet like really old people and they're they just don't give a fuck about anything anymore Mm -hmm. i think they just go through so many of these retrogrades that by the time they get old they're like i've been so through so much shit i don't care anymore right i can't blame it like that's the way to be i think that's like care i mean for true what? well that tarot card reading i had astaria had said because that i just said whatever spirit tells you to bring up bring up like whatever spirit guides say and it came up about my ex and she said um you know that our energies were intertwined even though i don't really ever think of them that he, he draws from my energy when he talks about me or whatever hmm. but she said she goes you had to be in that relationship she said you had to be in that relationship to learn the lessons of boundaries and um you know all of the things that you've learned about yourself and how you've grown and blah 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 she said you had to learn that lesson in this lifetime so she's like there was no way of getting around that like you knew you had to and i'm like yeah i yeah so she's like now that, that you i totally believe that do you believe that uh, I, I mean yeah i i could i don't know your total situation well no but do you believe that there are people that come into your life and you're like okay this person yeah, has to be in my to life teach for you something in a way or to to make Correct. you yeah no i do believe that yeah same so she's like okay so now that you've grown and you've you know learned and from this she's like now you're just gonna be so much better off in your next relationship so i'm like okay and that's when she told me i gotta do the egg but (laughs) so a trans transformation rebirth yeah all All right right. well you got through uh, till october 10th to make that happen 
October. And she, you know what she kept saying? She kept saying, like, I see you. You're moving your body. Like, you're moving your body. And I'm like, girl, I can barely move right now. <laughs> and then I just wanted to start singing that Queen Latifah song, Move Your Body. I think when you uh, come out of that healing, you're going to be running a marathon or something. And, oh, no, I won't be running a marathon. <laughs> but maybe you I'll... I'll I, I mean... I, like I said, when I went on my trip, I like walked through the airport and walked around Sedona. Like I have no problems with that. It's just eh, there's a little pain. So it'll yeah. be nice to kind of be able to like walk a few miles and be like, oh, don't even think about it. You'll be moving that body. Move your body. All right, stuff. Well, enchiladas are calling enchiladas to eat. Yeah. I wish you were closer, girl. Me too. You could come have dinner and we could watch TV. Fart it up. Right. <laughs> Go to the Pooh Museum. Pooh Museum. I can't even say it because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we will see you next see Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm.